Hello and welcome to I Talk to Ghosts, the podcast that hopes it can never be imitated. I'm your spirited host, Jennifer, a medium and a teller of ghost stories. Tonight, we will be discussing a spooky topic that makes many people do a double take. I will be sharing stories with you of paranormal doppelgangers. I've covered mimics in the past, and stealing someone's voice is one thing. It's a whole other creepy level when they steal your face and your likeness as well. I personally have had an experience with a doppelganger when I was around the age of nine, but it doesn't quite fit into the paranormal category, I think. Still, it's an interesting story to tell, so I will share a short video on that on my Patreon, and I'll link my Patreon in the show notes, so look there later. After the stories, stay for a new in-studio spirit reading with my podcast guest of the week, TJ. TJ, thank you for your time and your energy. I love sharing my work as a medium here on the podcast so that there is one less veil of mystery when you're thinking about booking a reading with me. You get to see exactly how I work and hopefully who I am as a person as well. I can appreciate that booking a reading could be a slightly intimidating, what should I expect sort of thing, and I love easing that a bit before you even meet me. But don't wait on just a reading with me. Join me at my seance table tonight for a message from the spirits. I'll call a spirit close for someone listening. So since you are listening, you'll be attending and the message could be for you. That's later on in the podcast. But for now, the ghosts, your spooky double is here for you right now. This story was submitted by Kelsey. If you'd like to submit your story, please email me at speaknow at italktoghost.com. Thank you, Kelsey, for sharing your story. When I tell people this story, they immediately ask about the house. How old is it? What event occurred there in the past to influence what had happened to me? But my house is pretty new. No strange history, no deaths. It's just your typical average home. Nothing ever happened in this new home until these events. I was holding my young son as he was drifting off for a nap. As I held him, I looked up and I saw my son sitting in the corner with a grin. I was speechless, because how could that be him when he was sleeping in my lap? A few days later, my son was in the living room when I heard him suddenly talking to someone. I entered the room and found him alone. When I asked him who he was talking to, his eyes went wide and he scrambled backwards. He said, he had been talking to his sister, but how could his sister be next to me instead? I looked behind me and no one was there. His sister wasn't even home. The last incident was when my husband saw someone 
sitting on the living room floor, and to his surprise, he realized he was staring at himself. With that last event, we spoke with our local church for help. The pastor and a few other people came and blessed the entire house. Afterward, we no longer saw anything, but we would still occasionally hear things. When I was younger and in grade school, I used to try to avoid school as much as I could. I didn't like going, and I do admit I was a troubled kid who used to fake being sick a lot just so I didn't have to go. At the time, I was living with my grandmother because my parents were going through a nasty divorce. It was good to be away from my parents arguing but my grandmother's house wasn't the best trade-off. Her house was kind of spooky. It had a weird vibe, and things used to happen all the time. I used to see strange shadows, movement out of the corner of my eye, or hear a child's giggle <laughs> right behind me. One day, I actually went to school. Yay me. And when I came home, I was accused of things I didn't do. My mom had been there that morning, and later in the afternoon, my grandmother asked my mother why I hadn't gone to school that day. My mom, confused, confirmed that I had gone and that she had taken me there herself. My grandmother told her that she had just seen me in my room with my back turned to the door and I had slowly been brushing my hair. She described an outfit I hadn't worn that day and said that when she confronted me about being home, I hadn't replied. I had just turned and grinned at her. At this point, my grandmother had approached my mom to ask why I was home. They went back to check in my room, and no one was there. My grandmother swore she had seen me as clear as day. I've heard about doppelgangers before, but I never thought they could really be real. I wonder now if the stress during that time could have triggered it. I will probably Never know. We have lived in three different houses, and every single one has had a spooky event to tell about it. Multiple stories, actually, including family and friends who have experienced things there as well. From the time she was little, my youngest daughter was terrified to sleep in her own room due to seeing things such as a tall man who is even darker than the shadows. Once, she was awoken up by a lady who tried to talk to her 
and the name my daughter was told turned out to be a relative who had lived in our family home 50 years prior to us. We are currently renting an old farmhouse. Before moving into this home, my youngest daughter and I were there alone. I was cleaning the upstairs in preparation for the move in. While running the vacuum, my daughter frantically stopped me and wanted to leave. I told her we couldn't just yet, that I needed to finish. She cried and said, But mommy, I want to leave because the little girl is copying me and I don't like it. I asked her, What little girl? What are you talking about? Thinking somehow my oldest had come over with a family member and was trying to prank scare us. But my youngest said, I was singing Ring Around the Rosie, and the little girl was singing with me, and I don't like how she sounds like me. I'll show you. My little one began to sing, and I listened. I didn't hear anything until the very end, with the part, ashes, ashes, we all fall down. No voices, but it sounded like little footsteps in the downstairs living area. It timed up perfectly as the sound of a little kid walking in a circle and falling down as the song portrays. I was terrified. I picked up my daughter, I raced downstairs, turned off all the lights, and looked around to make sure no one was there trying to scare us. There was no one. We bolted out the door. We moved in a week later and things were fine starting off. No more strangeness. Until now. I began hearing and seeing what looked like my daughter walking from room to room. Only, it's not her. She would either be sleeping or in a different part of the house, or not home at all. I kept this to myself because I didn't want to scare my family. But a few nights ago, my oldest was upstairs in her room, and my little one was asleep in my bed. She was having a rough night, scared of something, and wanted to sleep in my room with the lights on. I had just got her to sleep when my oldest screamed and came bolting down the stairs. She was screaming and calling for her sister, who, as she could see, was asleep in my arms. My oldest was purely terrified and began crying. She explained that she was sitting at her vanity and was looking in her mirror when she heard her door slowly crack open. And there was my youngest, holding the doorknob, just standing there, grinning. My oldest immediately turned from the mirror to ask her what she was doing up this late, but as she turned to look, her sister was gone. It frightened my oldest daughter so badly and she swore on her life she had seen her sister there, and then she vanished, and that her bedroom door was left empty and open. I then confessed that I had seen this double too. I'm certain 
we aren't crazy, and I've had others witness things in every home we lived in. I feel my oldest is maybe sensitive to the paranormal like I am. Maybe all three of us are. Otherwise, I don't understand why these unexplainable things always happen to us. Book a tarot reading with me. Tarot can be a wonderful source for affirmation, validation, and inspiration. To book a session with me, visit italktoghosts.com slash readings. Let's see what the cards have to say for you. Hello and welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. My guest this evening is TJ. TJ, how are you doing? Welcome to the podcast. I'm doing great, Jennifer. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here with you. Oh, you're very sweet. Thank you so much. It is an honor for me to be able to do a reading for you because I understand what that ask is and how much, you know, there's vulnerability there. There's mystery and questions, nervousness, confusion. Uh, so I completely understand all of that. Okay. The first uh, thing that is being emoted is to encourage you to have faith to take comfort in your faith. I don't know if this resonates for you right off the bat, but they were coming through like with that in their personality. She's more of a homebody. She had her particular interests and she liked things her way, but it wasn't like she was stubborn about it. It's just she liked what she liked and that's what she did. So it's like she had her handful of interests and those were the things she did and she kind of liked doing them at home. Like if you saw her, it would be at her place. It's not an insult to call someone predictable, mm -hmm. but she liked her things. <laughs> yeah. The liking things her way leads me toward my grandmother. Was she a homebody as well? She, she was, she and my uh, grandfather preferred to, to stay at home and not to travel. They lived in a kind of a bubble. Yeah. A bubble is a good way to say it. They had their own little world. Of which you came into. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I said, it's like if you were going to see them, you would go over there. Yes, exactly. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. And your grandfather has passed as well? Yes, he has. Um, with your grandmother, did she have a little bit of faith about her? We shared some similar metaphysical beliefs uh, um, that she didn't really share with anybody else. Yeah, she's bringing that up first because it's like you would know her from this. She wants you to know that she has leveled up <laughs> and um, she's sharing this with me. We don't just level up when we leave this earth. We can level up on earth as well. Yeah. And she is not only encouraging you, but seeing you continuing on that path. It can be hard sometimes. Be careful about how you talk to yourself because that's not helping because um, it never helps anyone. Right? Right. Don't beat yourself up about beating yourself up. Just recognize if your thoughts aren't quite cooperating with who you want to be or 
or how you want to feel, remember those conversations that you had together. She just wants you to be gentle with yourself. Does that make sense to you? It does. It absolutely does. Yeah. That's nice to hear that coming from her. Uh, I miss her um, tremendously. It just keeps hitting over and over and over again. And like, I'm having a really hard time um, believing it at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, because she's talking about you're able to hide some things, Mm -hmm. like even from yourself, but those doors are going to break open. Mm -hmm. And we think it's safe to kind of tuck it away. She's just encouraging you to hold those emotions and be allowed to feel them. I think we're often scared that how deep is this going to go? I got to push this away. I I don't have time. When really, if you just gently hold it and allow it to be there and, and pour your own love and compassion towards yourself and your love towards her, um, it could help soften that a little bit. So I wasn't able to, um, to, uh, see her in the last couple of years of her life. And I think that that's why I'm having uh, also a really hard time with it. And I just want her to know that I love her so much. Yeah. She says she wants you to connect with the subtleness of everything and that she's still here. It's just different when we feel emotions towards those we've lost we reconnect. We're always connected, but it brings that connection stronger and it brings them closer. Just allow yourself to feel that. I think a lot of us are also a little afraid to reach out because we're afraid, well, if I don't feel anything or nothing happens, I don't want that answer. You know, she's just like, trust your intuition, trust your divine knowing. And when you can reconnect with those things, she's just showing me you healing all over the place, <laughs> you know, in many different aspects, not just with this loss, you know? Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Yes. That's, that's very accurate. Yeah. She's like, you are just too hard on yourself. <laughs> um, was your grandfather a little bit of um, a negative thinker as well? Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Loving and darling, but they both were uh, very, very negative people. He's offering the word uh, curmudgeon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, my grandfather w- would try so hard not to be. I mean, they grew up in the, in the depression and uh, so everything was kind of out to get them. You know, everything was out to get them. Uh, so the negativity was, uh, was very, was very palpable sometimes. Yes. But like kind of adorable in its own way that. Yes. Um, so yeah, forgive me if I laugh a little bit. That's fine. They're laughing about it too. And, oh, and I'm glad they are because they, because they didn't laugh about it in, in, in the living world. They're very serious about the bad things that could, would, and did happen to them and only them. <laughs> Your grandfather was showing me this shiny hubcap. Not sure where to connect that. One of the, the last gifts that he gave to me was his car, and it represented a lot to him. Uh, your your grandmother liking particular snacks, keeping those around all the time. It feels like a, a cookie of some kind. or she, she was diabetic, but she always had candies out. For us, when you know it's those things you take it, you take so much for granted. We, you'd go over to their house, you'd sit down. There'd always be the same candies, like 
like, you know, that anyone could take. And it was like so normal. It was so normal until it was gone. It was so normal until it was not there anymore. And it's those little things that like the candies, you know, always the same candies. Exactly. That was what was coming up with that. Um, like the certain things, mm-hmm. like it's always the same. Yes. Um, and it's not a bad thing. No. And predictability isn't a bad thing either. No, it's very I, I just thought of something else um, that, she, okay. that she, about the cookies that I, that just came uh-huh. up. She used to give um, my family a like care box, like I think mm-hmm. like once a week or something. Um, and she'd always give the same I don't know if you remember. They're called Stelladoro cookies. They were like okay. these. They were like these. Basically, these these kind of like cheaper Italian cookies, right? That I loved for the first like twenty five times that it happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh mm-hmm. no! After like you know the same cookies, the same cookies again and mm-hmm. again and again and again. So yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah it's funny. <laughs> but but that, yeah. Yeah, that was like a funny joke too, you know, because it was like all oh, the same things over and over again. But once, the, but you know, and then it's like, but it's this like great thing that she's doing, you know, it's just like loving Then yeah. She knows we love them. So for the next five years, you're going to get the same cookies every single week. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, be careful what you say, what you like, because you're going to get it forever. Yes. yes. Um, soda, RC yes. Cola. No, Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Always Diet Coke. Always for, for any time we went out, Diet Coke. Yes. So I was like um, tasting it and like, I, I don't like the diet drinks and I also don't like RC um, because of that taste. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, um, it's, it's Diet Coke and it was, it was every single meal and always she, they always had soda. And it's funny because it's like, I'm not, I'm not a soda drinker at all. And I think that, but like, I would, but I would go over there. Like I'd have a diet Coke or something because they love to give me diet Coke. (laughs) (laughs) So like I would drink the soda. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, I, I, I can't even express to you how I was just talking about how much of a, a, of a constant in my life that they were the only constant in my life. And and I think that they knew that and know that. (sighs) They do. They do. Um, She's bringing up some earrings. Is there some kind of connection with that? There is a ring. Um, a ring. That I can't find. Oh. That's been really uh, bothering me because I've kept it in a really safe place. And it could be that she would have been very upset had she known that I misplaced this ring. <laughs> uh huh. And I am um, You know what? Let's go ahead and put it out there that maybe she can help you find it. You know what she's saying? She's bringing up your intuition again, but this feels like maybe it's a location hint of, you know, I don't know if you have like a box where you have like tarot cards, um, like a drawer mm-hmm. or something, but mm-hmm. like look around there. Okay. That's where I thought it was. Yeah. That's where I, I, I thought it would have been in with that stuff. With this, with that stuff. Um, it, yeah. Well, look again. Okay. <laughs> because the fact that she is saying that and you're saying that's where it should be, that's not a coincidence. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. 
Let me ask you if there's anyone else that you were hoping would come through for you. The one person that I would like to make contact with if possible, and this is a friend that I had from like a really, really long time ago, and I wasn't even friends with her for that long, but we had had a very, very close bond, and um, we had a falling out, and before we rectified things, uh, um, but I think still think of her uh, often. She's coming through as really bright, uh, very jokey, uh, adventurous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Say the two of you are in a room and there's something nervous going on in the other room, right? Like presentation. She's like, all right, let's go. You know, uh, lead in. It's like, okay, lead the way and like can pull you through mm-hmm. and make you comfortable and just kind of like your social wedge Mm -hmm. and your adventure wedge. And, and when we're together, it's the attitude is going to be fun Mm -hmm. and, and the day is going to be adventurous and silly. And even if there's a pitfall, like a flat tire or someone being rude, bounce right off, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so she is coming in with all that energy. Oh, she wants to say she loves you. Oh, <laughs> oh I love her too. Um, there's an acknowledgement there of a little bit of hot-headedness. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if it's stubbornness or... Um, it just seems to be all up here. Her way of thinking or a little bit of armor... But also, there's a lot of emotion there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, she, she was very complicated, and uh, the adventure and fun stuff uh, kind of got uh, too much, and uh, that's inevitably what was what made me step back from from that. That I couldn't go where she was going. Yeah, yeah. But you couldn't tell her what to do. No, no, not never. Even though it was, it was definitely the. The, the better option. Um, but then you come to a certain point where you have to let somebody go. Exactly. It's kind of like, gosh, you're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. All I'm doing is causing a fight or an right. argument um, right. sort of thing. She wants to kind of explain that she learned at a very young age to push back and mm-hmm. do her own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like authority figures are being told mm-hmm. what to do. Mm-hmm. And she was also very attracted to wild people who could just take her on that ride. Yes. When she was with people who were just very um, chaotic and crazy themselves, it's almost like, oh, yeah, let me just plug into that and plug into that energy. Absolutely. Because that gets me away from that hurt, that pain, that Mm -hmm. being told no all of that. She kind of just wanted to say, she's sorry that beam of someone telling, you know, someone telling her, no, she has that reaction. And she's sorry that beam turned on you. um, When you were someone who was just expressing concern. I appreciate that so much. It's so accurate. I can't, I can't even tell you. She was one of my favorites and she was very special. And um, 20 years later, I, I think about her all the time. Oh, she just, wants to extend her love to you because she thinks she thinks the world of you and she thinks you're just so such a great person and you have aspects of yourself that she wish she could have cultivated in herself 
Well, she helped me very much also. So she knows that. Yeah. And that is what friendship is, right? Yes, that's right. I do have a couple messages that I wrote down for you. <laughs> Don't overthink. <laughs> Find balance in your thoughts and your emotions. You have been through so much. There's no need to worry now. You know, <laughs> it's like the worry should have been dumped in the past. Look at what you've gone through. Look at how you st you're still standing. Why are you holding on to this? And if you can let any of it go, it would help you shine. You know, and, and I'm not laughing because it's funny. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know. You know, you know. Surrender, surrender to your faith, surrender to your knowing, your intuition, the flow of the world. You know the universe, the universe got you, you know. And um, when we can quiet the noise and kind of say, "All right, analytical brain or whatever it is, shut off. Let me just feel. Let me just know." You know, connect with that. Connect with that. And I say this a lot. First thing in the morning, so that when life throws something in your way to agitate you, you already have your center. Thank you. So that resonates for you. Yeah. <laughs> More than I can possibly say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for meeting with me. It's so apparent that your loved ones are here for you and still wanting to lend your energy and help you find that ring and everything. <laughs> Before we go, do you have a personal ghost story that you'd like to share? I definitely do. Listener ghost story. Okay, so I grew up in a very haunted house and I had to basically choose which story I was going to tell you and I um, have been wanting to tell this story uh, on a podcast for a long, long time, and it wasn't until your podcast came that I decided it was going to be you. So it was when I was about 14 years old. I had been going through some heart uh, issues that ended up being nothing, it ended up being just anxiety. However, at this moment that this is going to take place, it wasn't quite known. So I was very nervous about it also. My room was so uh, haunted, uh, another story some other time, that I did not sleep in it anymore in my bedroom. So I slept downstairs in the living room. In the living room there was a couch that I slept on, and in front of the couch was a, it was a chest, like a wooden, big wooden chest that we used as a coffee table. I was going to sleep, and I was watching this, uh, this dating show, <laughs> and I was falling asleep to this dating show, and as I was falling asleep, my heart did the weird palpitation that was that it was doing, and it woke me up, and it scared me. So I ran upstairs to my mom. I said, "Mama, mom, come come and check my heart." She checked my heart. And she's like, "Your heart, your heart's fine. Go go downstairs and go and go to sleep." So I thought, okay, okay, okay. So I went downstairs. I fell asleep. Now I had the timer on the TV, so the TV had gone had gone off. I wake up in the middle of the night, fully awake, and I start to feel hands all over my chest. Uh, the next thing I know, I feel my back very, very lightly be placed on the floor. So at this point, my knees are up, I'm lying on the floor, and the hands are all over me. And the weird thing was, was that even though it was pitch black, in my mind still I can see them. I can see these hands. I still know what they look like. 
So I didn't know what to do. I knew I was in the middle of the floor. I knew something was getting me. The only thing I could think was to scream bloody murder so that my mom would wake up from the upstairs to come and get me. So I screamed as loud as I possibly could scream. And at that point they stopped. It was a very masculine energy too. But my mom was taking kind of too long to get to me. I mean, and she, she heard me because she acknowledged me. She finally comes down. I'm in the middle of the floor. I grab her legs and I go, I swear to God, someone was in the room with me. Anyway, my mom did try to calm me down. I was not okay for a very long time after that experience, as, as you can imagine. Um, uh, my mom didn't say anything to me at all about the incident, really. Except a year later, she did tell me that when I screamed, she had a really hard time getting to me, and she felt as though something was preventing her from getting to me. Oh, wow. Like, um, moving in slow motion, kind of, like, right. feeling? It was like a block. It was like a blockage that she couldn't get out of her bedroom door, even though the door was open. She couldn't, oh, wow. couldn't like, oh, wow. Fascinating story. Incredibly creepy. Yes. Did you fall asleep on the couch and wake up on the floor? Basically what happened was um, I was lifted. Oh, wow. I mean, I wasn't conscious of being in midair. I just was conscious of feeling myself being placed very gently onto the floor. Wow. Over the chest. So I couldn't have rolled off. Okay. Um, because I would have slammed under the floor. Yeah. From the couch yeah. to the chest to the floor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So oh, it, was like, wow. it was as if something had carried me, like, almost in a, um, you know, like a baby <laughs> position, mm -hmm. like, a, you know, under my knees. And mm -hmm. it gently put me onto the floor and then started again with the hands. Somebody once suggested that maybe it was something trying to heal me. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I would have to say that was a no, because mm -hmm. it was not pleasant. Yeah. It was very, yeah. uh, it was very negative. Yeah. And you would know better than anyone, you know. <laughs> yes. Um, a, you know, a lot, oftentimes when something happens, people immediately ask, what does this mean? What does this mean? It's like, uh -huh. well, what do you think? You were there. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, um, uh -huh. wow. Incredibly creepy. Um, thank you for, for sharing. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> Did you ever sleep on that couch again? <laughs> I did, actually. And the weird thing is, is that my room was still so scary to me that I still slept on the couch, even though that happened. Because I used to always feel very, very watched in my bedroom. And, I, and, and that was scarier to me to feel watched every single night than it wow. was for that one incident to have happened there. Uh-huh. That's saying a lot. <laughs> it's just crazy because people have asked me and people and, I, and they're like, "You're nuts for sleeping in there again." But I'm like, "Well, you never slept in my bedroom, so <laughs> right. it was wow. the lesser of two evils." I was just like, <laughs> wow. I, I had to sleep somewhere. <laughs> mm -hmm. That that is something. Well, thank you again for the incredibly scary story and <laughs> for sharing your time and energy such a moving reading and uh just knowing you is just a joy and i'm so glad that this happened and that you know meeting you through the podcast connections like that it's like this is why i do the podcast mm -hmm. because who knows if we ever would have met otherwise right, and that's, that's right. just i i cherish that i cherish that so thank you so much thank you so much 
Would you like a free spirit reading with me and record your reading for the podcast? Sign up for your chance to be selected by visiting italktoghost.com slash guest. And as an added bonus, if you don't want to leave your reading up to chance, I'll let you in on a secret. There's a discount offer to book a private session with me, so you can book a date and time for certain. Visit italktoghost.com slash guest for more details. I can't wait to meet you. Hello and welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. I have a message from the spirits this evening for someone listening to the podcast. So thank you for joining me around my seance table. Tonight, as I'm doing spirit work, I brought with me to be close lemon balm leaf. If you're not familiar with lemon balm leaf, It is a very soothing, calming herb. It's almost as if you get a bit of a spiritual hug with working with this. And sometimes we really need that while doing spirit work. So I'm going to ground and center. Call a spirit close. Tonight I have someone's friend He's showing me that he had a lot of hardships in life. Everything from worry and anxiety to financial issues or having bad relationships with money, as well as a very chaotic home life, a lot of snide fighting and talking behind each other's backs and the two of you had similar backgrounds together but you met him out of state away from your family and he was still kind of in the thick of it and influenced by it and all of this was very hard for him to deal with. It came out in anger with him, inability to have a good relationship with money, as well as not being able to have too many close relationships. He felt emotions made him vulnerable, but I think it's because of your similar background. He knew you understood. He's showing me something fun now. He's switching gears and showing me that the two of you used to take a frisbee to the park together just to get a little bit of exercise, move a little, get some fresh air, and and get out there a little bit. And it was just something that he looks back with it, just everything is so vibrant, the green, the, the blue sky. And it seems like a small thing, but... Life is about those moments. He wanted to thank you for being a part of that. His message for you tonight is he wants to encourage you to have that emotional life that he wasn't able to have. He thinks that you're such a great guy and just have such a wonderful heart and that you can take your emotions and build that life that you just 
would love to have the one that you know you look into the future and it's kids and grandkids and it's this legacy of love and deep relationships he has this perspective now about how he let circumstances and situations kind of really reflect in him and how he got in his own way of things and he doesn't want that for you he wants the exact opposite i think i'm gonna leave it at that if this message connects for you i would love to know so please reach out you can email me at speaknow at italktoghosts.com thank you Are you enjoying your ghostly visit? If so, please follow, like, comment, and share. The ghosts may be talkative, but they are lousy at marketing, so every click helps. Tell your friends, and please leave a kind review so that others might join us. The spirits, and I thank you. Before we part ways into the shadows this evening, I'd like to give a spooky shout out to my Patreon supporters. If you'd like to be included in this monthly thank you, I'll tell you how in a minute. First, a heartfelt thank you to Jake, Claire, Charles and family, Jennifer C., Raven and Jenna, Jennifer A., Renee, Gabe, James, Stephen, Gabriel, Daniel, Gordon, Rob, and Peter. Thank you all so much. If you'd like to support this spooky little podcast, know that doing so means the world to me. And there will be spooky Patreon perks as well, sneak previews, shoutouts like this, and I'm adding new treats like behind-the-scene videos, bonus content, meditations, and more. I'm just getting started. Visit patreon.com slash italktoghosts for more info. Thank you. And with that, dear listener, we've reached the end of this episode of I Talk to Ghosts. I hope you've enjoyed the spirit work that I shared with you this evening, as well as those spooky stories of paranormal doppelgangers. Have you ever had an experience that mirrors these? I would love to hear about it. You can email me at speaknow at italktoghost.com with your story. And also, don't forget to visit me on my Patreon at patreon.com slash italktoghosts to hear about my personal, non-paranormal, but interesting story of my doppelganger when I was little. In the meantime, wherever you wander off to, in this world or the next, just remember, come back and visit with me. Have a lovely evening and good night.